Hey y'all, we're back. Um, episode fourteen of the Half Court Shot. I'm your host Nathan Park. Um, today we're going to be talking about the draft lottery. As we know, the NBA draft has happened, the 2020 draft, and there wasn't as much hype in this draft as there was in last year's draft. Obviously, last year we saw Zion Williamson um, get drafted, who was a solidified the number one overall pick despite not winning Rookie of the Year, but that was due to um, his injury, as we know. Um, this year, there was no solidified number one overall pick. It could have been anyone between Anthony Edwards, James Wiseman, LaMelo Ball. It could have been any of those guys. Um, and then from that point on, it was just the other the, the two that weren't drafted number one were going, to, were going to go two and three. And that is what we saw. With the number one overall pick, we saw the Timberwolves draft Anthony Edwards. Um, Anthony Edwards is a 6'5 guard. Um who has a huge wingspan. His wingspan is 6'10". He's a good playmaker. He's pretty shifty off the dribble. Um, He has a good mid-range shot, and he has a decent three, um, which definitely needs work, and he's a decent defender. He's just overall good at everything or decent at everything, which makes him a pretty good number one overall pick. Um, And I think he is going to fit well alongside D'Angelo Russell and... um, and Carl Anthony Towns, that's why I would take him over James Wiseman and LaMelo Ball. I just don't see how that fit would happen with LaMelo and D'Angelo, as well as James Wiseman, who's seven foot one, alongside another near seven foot Carl Anthony Towns. Um, Anthony Edwards is overall good at everything. The only problem is he does not love the game of basketball. As we know, or as he said, um, he would much rather prefer to play football than basketball, which is something super questionable to say like why would you say that a day before the draft nonetheless he was drafted number one overall and moving on to number two we saw james wiseman get drafted the seven foot one big man went to the golden state warriors to play alongside steph curry and draymond green obviously clay thompson we saw um with that terrible injury just out for the season again um hopefully he comes back bigger and better and james wiseman will be able to play alongside clay thompson as well but until then he will be mentored by draymond green and and the splash bros um and i think he's gonna grow a bunch he's super energetic good rebounder and his energies makes him a great lob threat um pick and roll game is gonna be insane he can set good screens he's a good defender and can grow a lot more alongside Draymond Green who has been all defensive team multiple times and he's just gonna thrive in the Warriors offense the Warriors are just well known to make mediocre big men look great um I'm not saying James Wiseman is a mediocre big man nor am I saying that he is going to become one um so just with the help of a very good center. I think this Warriors team is going to be nasty. Um, so overall, I think that is a very good number two overall pick. For number three, we know the second ball brother, um, LaMelo Ball, got drafted to the Hornets. Um, which, he's six foot eight, but he he's a guard. Um, he's a good shooter, decent shooter. He has a weird looking jump shot, but it works for him, but for Lonzo, it didn't work in the NBA, so I don't know how it's going to translate over for LaMelo. Um, 
He's a great playmaker. I think he's a better playmaker than Lonzo is, um, but his defense needs a lot of improvement as well as his basketball IQ. Um, he does see the entire floor. He is great, but he just needs a lot of help with his shot selection as well as just trying to be too flashy and being too much. Um, and overall, I think this is just an okay pickup for the Hornets. It's the best guy available, and I honestly would not take anyone else over him. But overall, it's just a, it's just an okay pick. He they just drafted the best guy available. Um, for the number fourth pick, it was a weird, weird, weird one. It surprised the world. And if you if you could guess that Patrick Williams was going to be drafted fourth, props to you, man. Um, but Patrick Williams. He's six foot seven. Got drafted by the Bulls, um, which I think is a pretty solid pickup. But there are so many players that could have been that could have gone way ahead of him. He was, to me, he was like a he wasn't even gonna go in the lottery, but he did as the fourth overall pick. Um, but I think what the war I think what the um what the Bulls saw was he's a he's a great off ball player. He can he can play off the ball and. And when he does have the ball in his hands, he is a decent scorer. Um, he's also a good defender and a good rebounder for his height at six foot seven. Um, he just needs a consistent jumper from three. It's not super reliable, and his playmaking ability needs to get a lot better. Um, but another thing is his ability to play off the ball can make him a little bit too passive at times. Um, which is okay when you have a pretty ball-dominant guy like Zach Levine on your team. I think he will fit as a very solid three um, on this Bulls team. So overall, I'm going to say this is a pretty good pickup. Um, could have done a lot more, but decent for what, decent for who they drafted. And for the fifth overall pick, we saw Isaac Okoro get drafted to the Cavs. He's six foot six, and I'm just glad the Cavs did not draft another another point guard or guard in general i know i know isaac coral can play the two position but they can just slide him over to the three and he'll fit a lot better he is another off-ball player like patrick williams is and again that off-ball ability will make him seem very passive at times he's a pretty good playmaker which is really good to have at the three position and he's a okay defender and rebounder for his size um he needs a consistent jumper like the other players in the draft and he needs to improve his IQ and knowledge of the game. He just seems to turn o- turn over the ball a lot. But overall, it's a pretty okay pickup. I think they needed a three-player, three, three player and they got that small forward in Isaac Okoro. Number four, uh, the Hawks drafted Onyeka Okongwu, who I thought could have gone over Patrick Williams at, at number four. Um, he's six foot nine, but he's a forward, um, a power forward, really. And he's a he's a pretty good finisher, good rebounder, a good defender. Um, but he needs to improve his shooting and playmaking ability. He's six foot nine again for a power four that might be a little bit small to play to play defense on the inside or just to play offense on the inside. Um, but overall, I'd say this is a pretty okay pickup. Kind of weird because John Collins is already there, and they're both pretty undersized big men. Um, and they also drafted Clint Capella, or they also um traded for Clint Capella. So I don't. I don't honestly. I had no watching the draft. I did not think they were gonna pick up Onyeka Kongwu. Um, and then for the next pick, the Pistons 
drafted Killian Hayes. And now, I absolutely love Killian Hayes. I love watching him in high school and college. Um, he's six foot five. He is a guard, but he he's a pretty big guard. Um, he's a decent scorer off the dribble and a pretty good playmaker. He can he can rack up steals, but oh, but I wouldn't say he's a great defender. He has he has very good IQ and um, but he needs to improve his shot selection. Sometimes sometimes his shots are a little bit questionable. And he, and he needs to extend his range past the three-point line. Overall, I say this is a pretty good pickup for the Pistons. I'm going to say this is a good draft pick. With the eighth pick in the draft, the New York Knicks selected OB Toppin, six foot nine forward who can shoot, who has potential to be a stretch big. He's very efficient on the floor. He shot over 60% in college. Um, he's a pretty good defender despite being pretty small for the power forward position and he's a decent playmaker for his size as well. He's electric. He can, he can just, you do not want to jump with him when he's, when he's jumping. Um, but he does need to improve his shooting. Sometimes he gets a little bit scared to shoot and defenses will dare him to. Um, he also needs to improve his ball handling and defense on quicker players like um, guards. And he is definitely a very good pickup for the Knicks. Um, with the ninth pick in the draft, the Washington Wizards selected Denny of Dia. Now, this was crazy. I did not think Denny of Dia was going to fall to number nine. At some point, I thought he was going to fall into double digits. Um, but the Washington Wizards picking up, picked him up, which is good for him. He is... A six foot nine um forward out of Israel, um a nineteen year old MVP. He is a decent scorer and a good shooter, yet sometimes the shooting can be inconsistent. Um he is a good defender for his size and he can he can guard every position, I think. Um he can play off the ball as well, although not being really that in his time overseas. Um he's a good playmaker. For his size, he was very fun to watch, and he is a pretty good rebounder. He has good IQ, and which I think, and he can play so many positions. Um, I just thought, I just thought there was no way he was gonna fall to the Wizards, but since they got him, amazing pickup. Um, with the tenth pick, the Suns drafted Jalen Smith. He is six foot ten. He is a good finisher and has potential to also be a stretch big. He is a good rebounder and an okay defender, not great for his size. And his um and for his size, he should be pretty good at the post game, but he that that is a lot to improve on. Um he needs to also improve his shooting if he's gonna thrive in the NBA. And he is sometimes extremely passive. His um defense can be questionable and he seems to foul a lot. Overall, I think this is a pretty good pickup for the Suns. I think he could fill that 3-4 role pretty well. Um, and I think, although I, I did not think Jalen Smith was going to go into the lottery. I thought he was going to get drafted in the mid-first mid round. Seeing him go 10 over players like Devin Vassell and Tyrese Halliburton was just a shock to me. With the 11th pick, the Spurs drafted Devin Vassell, six foot five, guard. Um, who has a good deep shot. He can shoot from the three very well, yet sometimes takes questionable shots. 
which is okay because because he has Greg Popovich as a coach and he's just going to help him grow a lot. He is a good off-ball player, which can also lead to him being pretty passive at times. Um, and with a fairly ball-dominant player like DeMar, DeMar DeRozan, I think he's going to be okay. He is a pretty good playmaker and rebounder. Um, for his size, he's a decent defender. Can pretty much guard the one through one through the three, but he can gamble a little bit too much, and he just needs to get shots up consistently. Sometimes he can be a little bit unreliable. Um, with a 12th pick, the Kings. I think this is the steal of the draft. There was no way Tyrese Halliburton was falling out of the top six, in my opinion. They they got Tyrese Halliburton. Six foot five guard, great scorer, great shooter, decent playmaker, and a pretty good rebounder for his size. Um, he is a fairly good defender, but can gamble a lot as well. He has good IQ and feel for the game. He's a versatile guard, meaning he can play the one and the two position. So he can definitely play in that two position alongside De'Aaron Fox. He has a pretty slow release, and, and because of his good playmaking ability, he is a little bit too unselfish at times, um, even though he he can beat his guy off the dribble. He's a little bit passive. Overall, this is a great pickup for the Kings, and this is going to be a great rookie year for him. This is a very good pickup at number 12, steal of the draft. Number 13, we saw Kyra Lewis get drafted. Kyra Lewis's draft stock skyrocketed, really. I thought he was going to go late first round, maybe fall into the second round. Um, he's 6'3". He is a guard. He's a good scorer, and he's super fast, so he can beat his guy off the dribble. He's a very good ball handler and a fairly good defender for his size. Um, but he can be a little bit careless at times, which can lead to a lot of turnovers and can also ruin the flow of his offense occasionally. Um, he's not a true point guard in my opinion. He doesn't really have great passing or great vision, um, but he's too small to play the, the shooting guard position. Overall, I think this was a pretty bad, a pretty bad draft by the Pelicans. They already have a guy who, who can pass a bunch, who's pretty explosive, who's a decent scorer in Lonzo Ball. Um, and I, I, I really don't see why they didn't fill that shooting or position that they needed. Um, with the last pick in the lottery, the Boston Celtics selected Aaron Nesmith, a 6'6 player who's very, who's a very good shooter and he can play off ball. He's not very passive. I thought this was a very good pickup for, for the Boston Celtics. Um, he is a pretty good playmaker for his size but he does need to improve his passing um at times it can it can lead to a lot of turnovers he does foul a lot and he does need to improve at defense also there's not a huge sample size to take away because he was dealing with a foot injury that took him out for a little while um overall i say this is a pretty pretty good pretty good pickup by the celtics he can be a great bench role obviously the celtics team is pretty stacked he can learn defense from marcus smart jason tatum jalen brown um he can also learn offense from all of them i think this guy is gonna grow in this bench role and potentially take over that starting role in a couple years or not even a couple years next year maybe midway through the season depending how he's doing 
But I think this was a pretty good pickup by them. But that's all for me. That was the NBA. That was the 2020 NBA lottery and my thoughts on it. I think the I think the Kings got the steal of the draft, and I think Patrick Williams was or Kyra Lewis was the worst pickup in the lottery. Um, overall, it was a super exciting draft. Um, there are a lot of free agency signings going on, a lot of new faces. Um, the Raptors are playing in Tampa Bay now, um, or just for the season because of COVID. But that's all for me. I'll keep you guys updated next week on what happens, and I'll probably talk about all the free agency signings and trades that have happened. Um, but that's all for me. I'm your host, Nathan Park, and this has been episode 14 of the Half Court Shot. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you guys next week.